Wilson to be with me today as we study God's Word. We're going to start a new series of studies. I'm calling The Cost of Following Jesus, The Cost of Being a Believer. It's easy to see the joy and the blessings and the forgiveness and all the good things that come, but as we really become a Christian and come to know Christ, we, we discover that there is a price to pay if we're going to experience God's best and walk with him. And that's true in just about every area of life, though. Uh, success in life itself and it takes time, education, effort, training, and sacrifice. Uh, even such things as athletics, if, you know, even that demands uh, strenuous discipline and training and preparation and practice and so it's true in the Christian life that self-sacrifice, self-denial, dedication and all of that comes out of our love for Christ having saved us and brought us to the point that we've trusted him <clears throat> and to follow Jesus I think always means to walk the way of the cross and much today that passes for modern Christianity is not Christian it's not really that kind of a Christianity it's it's more of a selfish what can God do for me only kind of thing, and that's really not the Christian faith. And the Christian faith is more what can I be by allowing Christ to control my life. I remember the late Billy Graham used to say, we've not been invited to a picnic but a pilgrimage, not to a frolic but a fight, not to an excursion but an execution. And Paul emphasized this. I want to read to you from the third chapter of the book of Philippians. Paul said, but whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus, my Lord, for whom, whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of, of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And he goes on to say, not that I've already attained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I want us to look at a little bit of the price, what it really costs if we're going to follow Jesus like we should. I think there is one word that describes it, giving. First, there is the giving up of ourselves to him. That's why Paul said, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. In other words, I lay aside everything I depended on before, and I depend on Jesus. I, all the things I trusted for my joy, my salvation, my rightness with God, I, I throw them away just like garbage because they didn't work. And I give myself up to Christ, and I give myself up to his purpose and will. But also he says, too, that he, he gives up his sins. You know, there are, there are sins that, that wreck our our walk with God and keep us from being the effective person he wants us to be. There's a, a little saying in the Old Testament that the little foxes are the ones who spoil the grapevines because they can get down 
into the grapevines and chew on them and eat on them and destroy them. And oftentimes it's those little sins that bind us and blind us and keep us from God's purpose and and we have to come to the place where we face up to them because we can't hold on to them and hold on to God at the same time. It's just not possible to serve two masters. Some of us have some habits that keep us from, that we need to give up and turn over to Christ. Some habits that some are pretty pretty hurtful, some maybe not so bad, but habits that keep us from really being the believer God wants us to be, and we need to bring those to Jesus and turn them over to him and give them up and give them into his hands. And some of us have kind of uh, been so concerned about money and pleasure and selfish indulgence that we need to see these things in a new light. Also, we not only have to give up, the, the Bible says we have to give in, and that is to give in to God's purpose. That's why Paul said in Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. As we give in to God's will, give in to God's purpose, then we begin to experience life to the full. It's interesting that the price brings the prize, and that the joy comes in doing what God tells us to do and making those self-denials that are necessary. And Jesus talked about the fact that it's not my will but yours, Lord, may be done. The psalmist said in Psalm 48, I delight to do your will, O my God. Have we come to that place where we're willing to say, Lord, whatever your will is, you show it to me, I will do it. Many people want to know what God's will is just so they can sort of calculate things and see if they want to do it and look at it and examine it. God doesn't show his will to people who want to examine it. He shows his will to people who want to obey it. So if, if, if you give in to God's way and God's will and God's purpose, then that's when you begin to experience God's best in your life. And the, the, the things that might seem logical, might seem best for us, aren't always the best. We need to know God's way. Also, we need to give out, and that's to give out the truth of, the fa of Christ. As the Father has sent me, Jesus said, even so send I you. Christ was sent, we're sent, and we're sent to reveal the Father as he did. We're sent to share the good news that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And when we do the, when we give up ourselves and our sins and give in to the Lord and give out the message, what happens is we receive, and that's the prize. And that's the blessing. We receive God's presence with power. He's living in us like the early Christians paid the price. And they had power. They were not lazy, self-centered, but they were full of devotion to Christ. And they kept their sins confessed up to date. We also receive joy and peace. You see, there's satisfaction that comes when we have God's joy. The kind Paul talked about in Philippians when over and over again in the midst of persecution and being jailed and being beaten he talks about the joy of the Lord that was in his life and we also receive a great blessing of seeing other people's lives liberated we we get to get the joy of being in on what God's doing and getting to watch him work in the lives of other people which is an amazing thing for as we are available we see that we have influence we have we have something that makes a difference in somebody else's life we have an attitude and an action that touches other people they see Christ in us and they hear us as we share Christ and 
they come to know the same Christ we do, and what a joy that is. There's nothing quite like that. So I challenge you today, just begin to make whatever sacrifices, self-denials, giving up as necessary so that you can walk with him. He'll enable you to do so. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.